What's poppin', y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's on and popping, y'all? It's your girl, Jazz, and welcome back to another episode here on the Babylon with Jazz podcast. You already know what time it is. You already know what day it is. It is Wednesday. It is Ask Jazz time. You guys have been sending me questions throughout the week, and y'all, these questions are really nice, okay? Like, this conversation in this episode, mm, literally bring your teacups, because I, I still had to brace myself when I was looking at them and, you know, screenshotting them so I could have them on my phone to read. I'm like, oh, oh. Mm, this is gonna be this is gonna be nine this is gonna be a little nice episode but before i even jump into today's episode i really just want to ask you a question it is almost the seventh month in we're almost in the seventh month of this year and i know a lot of people have been talking super duper highly what 2019 was gonna be 2019 is my year 2019 i'm doing x y and z how far along are you with that or are you still in the same place that you were in 2018 i just want to know i just want to talk because if you are, we got to figure out what's going on. Because and we can't keep we can't keep saying or making the excuse. Well, I don't have this. My finances aren't in order. Um, this and that. I have squad. None of that matter. You have every single thing you need to get yourself to the next level. Currently, right now, your elevation. You ha- have everything that you need to get elevated I promise you you do so no more blaming the finances I'm tired of it stop blaming that I seen a lot of people talk so highly in 2019 before it came and the beautiful thing I love about life is time is going to show who's all talk or who's really about their business if so many people 2019 I'm doing x y and z bada boom bada bang and now these are the same people who are running around or saying now 2019 is the worst year yet or 2019 can we we need to redo 2019 over because this ain't it etc etc I'll try again 2020 Uh uh-uh we don't got no time we don't got time to try this again in 2020 you still got seven months just because you're not where you wanted to be you know, or haven't started anything that you said you were going to accomplish in 2019. The year is not over yet. I don't, even if it's December 30th, 2019, you still need to put in some work. If you haven't by then, it's it's time. It's not over yet. The year is not over yet. And I feel like a lot of people don't quit on themselves halfway in. Low key a month or two in or week or two in. We already know January is the big, I'm changing my life. I'm changing my mindset. I'm going to eat right. We already know this. But it starts dwindling down by February. Definitely March because then the weather start getting good. Then, you know, people start slipping back. You know, whenever the weather start getting hot, people just start acting crazy. Start, you know, slipping back to who they used to be or whatever. Um, And then May hit. Okay, we all, it's almost summertime, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's an easy process, but it also comes with discipline. Um, so that's that on that. I just wanted to ask you, and if, if you're not where you want to be yet, what is holding you back and what are you going to do about it? Ask yourself, am, did, every, remember, and I know before the year starts, we always have these intentions that we want to you know, manifest in our lives for 2019. So are there some things on your list that you haven't even touched or worked on? And truly ask yourself, what is holding you back from that? You know what I mean? Um, soon in August, I'm opening back up um, applications um, for 
Um, my coaching. So if you have a specific goal, if you, you know, need a transformation um, in some area, shape or form in your life, whether it's your mindset, whether it's how you treat people, whether it's how you view yourself in your business, we can work one on one. Y'all translate transforma- transformational. Oh, my gosh. I got a tongue twister. What is going on? Transformational life coach in the building, certified and all. So we're just going to get it popping, y'all. But I really, truly care about you reaching your personal goals. Um, it means so much to me because I need you to reach your goals because you holding other people back and you really robbing me too. So the more that we just push each other and support each other towards reaching the things that we need to accomplish and reach in this life, the better off we all will be. It's no, it's no reason to be selfish and stingy with your, with your information, knowledge, and gems. Like just spread it and help the next person because initially it's helping you. But anyways, let's get into these questions, y'all. Let's get into these questions. Okay, okay. All right, guys, first question here is Jazz. I was listening to your habits that saved my life in 2018 episode last night. And first of all, thank you for that episode. You dropped a lot of nuggets that are going to definitely be applied in my life ASAP. One of my questions for one of the habits was one about the one about decluttering your social media. I personally feel like social media is actually harming us as a society and is equivalent to the older generation being addicted to cigarettes. Was it hard decluttering your decluttering and unfollowing people that you probably knew personally? That's my biggest roadblock because I don't want to start any drama. But I definitely feel like my social media timelines are so draining and it really is ref- and it really does not reflect the life I want. Please help me. Wow. Okay, this is about social media. Um, I'm going to explain the episode for who those who haven't listened to that episode and then re- reread her question again for those who missed that. But basically, um, funny, before the year, before we entered 2019, I made an episode called uh, Habits That Saved My Life um, in 2018. 2018 was truly the year of growth for me. That is when I truly said, okay, I'm done playing around. I need to get my mind right. I need to get my life right. I need to get myself together. I'm not... I, I can't keep playing around like this. And, you know, that episode is still up right now, guys. Um, but I literally listed, I think, seven things, seven habits that I implemented in my life that like gave me a dramatic change in who I am today. And I would not be who I am sitting here right now today without doing those committing to those habits, which is now a lifestyle for me. And one of the things I said in that episode was decluttering my social media really helped me. So this is what she's um referring to. I was unfollowing everybody and a mama who wasn't really who really whose tweets instagram posts whatever weren't pouring into me because it's like why am i following you especially if you tweet nothing but negativity porn all this extra stuff i'm not trying to see that you know what i'm saying how can you help me how is your how is me following you going to benefit my life in any shape or form and if it's not and if it's actually uh producing a lifestyle that i don't want I'm unfollowing you because what what am I following you for, you know? Um, so let me reread her question one more time, guys. So Jazz, I was listening to your habits that saved my life in 2018 episode last night. And first of all, thank you for that episode. You dropped a lot of nuggets that are going to be definitely applied to my life ASAP. One of my questions for one of the habits was the one about decluttering your social media. I personally feel like social media is actually harming us as a society and is equivalent to the older generation being addicted to cigarettes. 
Was it hard decluttering and unfollowing people that you probably knew personally? That's my biggest roadblock because I don't want to start any drama, but I definitely feel like my social media timelines are so draining and it's really not reflecting the life I want to live. Please help me. One, I seriously agree with you how... No, 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 no. I don't. In a sense, I do, but I don't. I'm going to explain it. I even said it in this episode, though. I'm going to say I'm going to say here, too, but... I truly believe people talk a lot about how social media is so toxic and so draining and this and that. And my answer to that is, yeah, of course it's going to be if you're if you're following those type of people. Social media is all about who you follow. And this is why I was so big on decluttering because my timelines were just so toxic, so negative. So like it was literally disturbing my spirit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see the latest drama. I don't want to see no fight videos. I don't want to see nothing like nothing that is actually pouring into me that's actually feeding my spirit and giving me life. You know what I'm saying? Give me motivational tips. Give me business tips. Give me self-help tips. Help me become a better person. If not, why am I following you? You get what I'm saying? So... I really believe that social media, I definitely for sure, and especially because, y'all, at this time and age, the world, we're getting closer to the world ending very soon. I'm not trying to scare nobody, but, <laughs> like, the, this world is not getting no younger, y'all. Like, this world is soon for the pass away. And before the world eventually passes away, everything in this world is going to get worse. You know what I'm saying? And it's the it's a hard pill to swallow, but it is the truth. All these crazy things that are going on in this world right now, y'all, the, day, the, the end days are coming. You know, so social media, I get it. I know it's, it's more toxic than ever before. I remember back in the day, y'all, I used to be on Twitter. Twitter wasn't, I mean... It wasn't, it wasn't as toxic as it is now. Like, people, you had to have tough skin back in the day for Twitter and stuff like that. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm noticing a, 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 a big trend in just a lot of negativity faced in social media. But it all goes back to who are you following? And then ask yourself, why are you following them? Rest in peace. I even found out today that this good dude, I think Etika, he was a YouTuber, gamer. He committed suicide and um. And he was even saying he made a suicide video. It was so sad, so sad, y'all. But before he committed suicide, he made a video and was basically just discussing how social media like was super toxic. And he said, one of my messages from my death I want you guys to take away is the power of social media and just how this is really powerful and it can really ruin some lives if need be. And I strongly believe that. And because I know that social media is so powerful, because I know that literally... I know how our brains work. I know that my brain, my subconscious, which runs everything, the, the part of my brain that makes my heart beat automatically without me having to consciously tell my heart, hey, beat, hey, right foot, move, left foot, move. With my subconscious, everything's already instilled, instilled and programmed. I know that when I'm scrolling on my timeline, whether I'm consciously reading it or not, my subconscious is picking up Every single thing. Your subconscious is picked wherever you are right now, your subconscious is already picking has already picked up the whole room. Without you even physically looking at a specific a specific part of the room, your subconscious has already picked it up. Our subconscious is super powerful and super strong and we're super duper fast. And I think that was the one of the reasons why I wanted to, I needed to declutter my my space because I was like, I know the mindset that I'm trying to inherit and trying to keep for the rest of my life. So why am I following you? And whose t tweets, Instagram posts, Facebook posts aren't resembling that because that's it's just going to work against my subconscious. Even if I'm scrolling past your tweet and I didn't consciously read it, it's going inside of my brain. So knowing how powerful social media is and how everything literally is going into your subconscious, you have no other choice 
if you if you want to be smart about it, to follow the right people and unfollow the people who aren't pouring into you. Now, was it hard for me to unfollow some people um, that I personally knew on a personal basis? I'm not going to lie. Yes and kind of no. But at this, this is what I had to ask myself. Do I want to please their comfortability? My, do I want to be comfortable and, and jeopardize my future, my mindset, the things that how the, my future, really my future self, or do I just unfollow this person out of self-love? This will be the biggest act of self-love for you. Is that person worth following that you know is not, you even said it yourself, they're not reflecting the life that you want. So what are you gaining following them? Is that worth, is, is that one follow you following that person? Is it worth your future self? And personally, I had to ask myself that. I said, no, I'm always peak my future self before any and everybody. And I'm not saying it in the sense that I don't care about no, because that is not true. I love everybody. And I would do so much for every single person in this world. But I'm saying to even do that, for me to even serve you better and efficiently, I literally have to be a better version of myself. So me following you is not helping or benefiting me in any shape or form. So with that, it's like, I just had to do it, man. Forget about the drama. You know your intentions. You're doing it out of love. And it's no beef for animosity. The people that I unfollowed, it was nothing personal. Like, if I see them to this, that even, and this is the funny part. You're not even going to remember who you unfollowed in a month or two from now. Because I could promise you, I don't remember nobody who I unfollow. I just know I unfollowed a lot of people. And the thing is, not only did I unfollow a lot of people, I started following people whose lives mimicked, not it's not that I want to have anybody else's life, but whose lives portray the type of lifestyle I want. I followed more business tip pages for entrepreneurs out here. Follow them business entrepreneur pages. I promise you scrolling that Rashawn and Daquan's little, um, flipping two for uh, two, your $2 for $2,000. That is not doing nothing for you. But that entrepreneurial Instagram page that is giving you tips, how to run an effective business that is going to pour into you way more before Deshaun or Daquan's, uh, scamming little Instagram. Okay. So, and the thing is, I was following things that was giving me more knowledge. Give me knowledge. Give me help me gain more um, wisdom and insight. And so, so don't take it. Don't figure. It's not. I'm trying to see. Like, it's not going to cause any drama if they feel some type of. Oh, girl, you unfollowed me. What's the beef? Say, there's absolutely no beef. You have to tell them straight up. It's 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 tiring of us keep going around and sugarcoating stuff and not being transparent. I'm very transparent. I don't got time to waste. I'm very straight to the point. Yes, I unfollowed you because I don't like the, the stuff that you tweet. I'm not trying to hear about how niggas ain't blank all the time. Y'all, I'm working on my language because look at me. I could have easily said the S word, but I didn't. Hallelujah. But I could eat. Like, what is that doing for me? What is you retweeting all that porn? What is it doing for me? And I know that I'm not trying to go back to my old ways. I know I'm not trying to, you know, get into that. So what, what is it doing for me? Why should I be following you? First of all, think of yourself. Think of how powerful and amazing and spectacular you are and rare and genuine you are. For you to be following somebody, that should be a big thing and not in no cocky way. But it's about knowing your identity, knowing how valuable you are, knowing how your mind is. I don't see why we following every and every single body. It's nothing personal, still all love, but I don't need to follow you. But just because I don't follow, social media has made it this thing. If you don't follow me, that means we're not cool. Or we, we, we don't connect. No, that is not true. I just don't want to follow you. I just don't like your content. It's nothing personal. It's just business. AKA y'all remember the, um, the, uh, the example I used, we're all running a business, whether you own a physical business or not, your business is your life and you should be running a partnership with God. God is your CEO. 
So it's not, it's nothing personal, but this is business. This is my life and this is my future self. This is my future children. This is my future family. I'm not trying to be subconsciously picking up no nonsense from your page. I'm sorry. It's just got to be done. And I promise you, when you just do it, it feels so good. If you want to feel, if, if, if you're too afraid, I would say to, and don't, if you're trying, truly trying to avoid conflict, I know for at least Twitter, I don't know if Instagram can do this, but you can mute profiles too. So if you, but my thing is why, why mute me? Just unfollow me. You know, like, I guess like, I don't know, but you can mute them. So you don't see their tweets anymore or you, and you can mute certain words that will help you if you if you don't want to go the complete unfollow route. But you got to be selfish when it comes to the person that you're trying to become, because ain't nobody else going to push you harder than yourself to get there. You got to want it bad for yourself, because I promise you, ain't nobody going to be out here who, who can want it as bad as you. And if somebody wants you to be your best self more than you do, then that's a problem. Because me for I know for me and my my clients, I want my clients to succeed so hard. I'd be going so hard for my clients, y'all. But my clients know straight up. I tell them, like, you have to want this more for yourself. I can't I can't do the work for you. As much as I truly want you to succeed and transform and truly live your best life and be in alignment with everything that you want in your life and then some your true best life, I can't want this more than you. And I really want it a lot for you. So that means you really got to want it really, really, really bad for yourself. And that's the type of clients I want to work with. If you aren't serious, if you aren't like passionate and like have your have your mind focused on, yes, I'm done playing around and I'm just committing and doing that thing, this thing. I don't want to work with you. No offense, because it's, it's a waste of time. This journey is hard. You have to you have to come to a realization when you literally are just saying yes as hard as it is, I had to make that serious decision. I lived my whole, a lot of years of my life saying, okay, I want to change, but I didn't want it that bad enough. So I didn't really see the change. And I was getting mad, but I'm not seeing no change. I keep going back and forth. It's because I didn't truly seriously make up my mind and was committed to that decision and wanted it more than anything. And here I am, let's even say a year later, and I'm in a completely different space, which is completely blowing my mind. And imagine if I kept pushing it off and kept half-assing it, kept being double-minded, yeah I want to change but not really want to change and not having any discipline for myself I do not know where I would be I, I would still be the old Jasmine I'm going to tell you that but with that discipline with that structure here I am so it's it's not going to be easy and sometimes with, when it comes to, for your elevation for your future self you have to make these type of sacrifices so sacrifice and unfollow them drama should not come and if it do wish them best spread them love and keep it pushing you know what I'm saying keep it pushing I really hope that helped you. Let's move on to this next question here. The question says, hey, Jasmine, I really hope you see this question. I'm a very shy and introverted person, but I want to get out of my shell. Your podcast gives me so much motivation to try new things and stop being afraid. And she put in parentheses here. I mean, we aren't getting any younger parentheses closed (laughs) two questions you being an amazing speak you being the amazing speaker that you are what would be some advice for someone who is trying to be more social and have you always been this outgoing as a person or was there a time you were off to yourself for a while and you developed those skills as life progressed thank you so much in advance if you answer this Okay, so I have here, let me read it one more time, y'all. You know, I got to read it twice. Hey, Jasmine, I really hope you see this question. I'm a very shy and introverted person, but I want to get out of my shell. Your podcast gives me so much motivation to try new things and stop being being afraid. In parentheses, I mean, we aren't getting any younger. 
Two questions. You being the amazing speaker that you are, what would be some advice for someone who is trying to be more social? And have you always been this outgoing person or was there a time you were off to yourself for a while and you developed those skills as life progressed? Thank you so much in advance. Um, thank you for submitting your question. Um, when it comes to, let me, and let me see which question I want to answer first. You being the amazing speaker that you are, what would be some advice for someone who's trying to be more social? My advice. Oh, actually, let me know. Let me back it up. Let me start with, I guess me beforehand. Have I always been this outgoing person? I feel like from a very young age, I've always had some sense of, um, a bubbly personality, some outgoingness. I definitely believe that. Um, but there were um, some seasons in my life or sometimes or periods in my younger, um, my childhood where, I don't know, I was kind of like, I, I talk a lot. I've always talked a lot, always. And I never had a problem with that. I tell you guys all the time, I get that from my mother. But I remember that there was this one instance, I think I was in like, I had to be in like, fourth or fifth grade and usually every summer my parents put me in um, a summer camp so this was a different summer camp and I just I just remember vividly that whole summer and for some reason I got I attended the summer camp late but that whole summer I did not speak at all but it's like it was weird to me because it's like I love to talk and I would speak, but when I was around all the other kids, you know, the clicks and stuff, like I just was not talking for a very long period of time, which was very odd to me because I talk a lot. Um, and I, I think I'm naturally an outgoing person. I'm a people person. So I think speaking just makes it easier for me. Um, I can connect and speak to any single person, strangers and all. Um, and so my advice for you, a shy and introverted person who wants to get out of your shell, start with like giving compliments. Like say if you're out on the street and you're walking somewhere in public and even if you even if you don't like the person's shirt, but just say like, hey, I love your shirt today. And you know, th- that just getting, putting yourself out there, giving compliments, nice haircut, I like your shoes. I'm sorry. Start there. Start putting, positioning yourself in situations where you are forced to speak. Now, I'm not saying go up to people and tell them your whole life story and, and talk their ears off, but short, small instances like that is going to eventually build up and it's going to build up your confidence when it comes to speaking out loud. Um, I definitely would agree, Um, say that I don't know if you personally have like best friends who like you can be completely comfortable with. Um, but just kind of imagine it like that when you're speaking to other people and I'm not saying like open yourself up completely, but I'm saying like, I think when it comes, I think that the fear that comes with public speaking or connecting with other people and being this outgoing person is a fear of how it's projected, but you just have to just do it, you know? And it's like, just do it. Just treat them like the people, the people that you are very comfortable with. Just treat that person like that and don't overthink it. When you're focusing on it too much, oh my gosh, I'm about to go out and uh, go up and talk to this person. I'm about to speak to this person. I'm about to say hi to this person. You're thinking too much. You're overanalyzing it. Sometimes you just have to automatically just do it. And the more that you convince yourself to do it, do it, do it, it's going to become a part of you. So I definitely would recommend Start off with compliments. Start small. You don't jump for the big things yet, but start small. Give those give those compliments. Give those um, you know, spread those words of um 
those words of love and start there. And I promise you those seeds that you're planting is going to sprout growth in your um, transformation. Um, I definitely feel like though I've always been this outgoing person, it's definitely developed and progressed on my journey. And just the thing, like you're, it's bound to happen. It's bound to, you're bound to progress. You're bound to see growth. Um, but I wasn't always as outgoing as I am now, but I was an outgoing person. I was never like a shy person, but I part personally, I personally, y'all, I, I consider myself like I'm an extrovert, but also an introvert. Like I'm very a people person. I'm bubbly. I can be out, but there are times where I do like to just be in my zone, come back to myself and just be alone or just not talk a lot. Just because I like talking, talk a lot, doesn't mean I like to talk 24 seven and I need conversations 24 seven all day. That ain't me. I know there's some people who can do that, but sometimes I need to reset. I need to refocus. And how people say like, I'm running out of juice. I literally have juice, but I can go for a long time. It's what I do. But I'm saying that 24 seven autopilot, mm -mm, just that just ain't me. Um, so find the balance, but yes, yeah, start with just giving out compliments. I think that would really help you. Okay. So I have another question here. It says, oh my gosh, thank you so much for that last Sunday's, for last Sunday's episode. When I tell you that episode was right on time, I seriously mean it. Just like you, I feel my breakthrough coming so close. What I really liked about that episode was that you made a quote unquote simple instance have such meaning, so much meaning. It really made me question if I'm looking at things deep enough. Ooh. Okay. You're absolutely right. Everything that happens in life is intentional. I never looked at it like that. And for you to discover such a deep meaning from simply running out of gas from your car is so crazy slash beautiful to me. I want to get to that point in my journey where I see the deeper meaning behind things. What would you recommend for me to do that? Y'all, this is a really good question. So let me reread it. So she's referring to last Sunday's episode. If you have not watched last Sunday's episode, what are you doing? Like, stop, just pause this and go back to that. The episode is titled, your breakthrough is so close. Um, I explained this situation that happened to me that God really just spoke to me and gave me the underlying meaning and message. But let me repeat the question. She said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for last Sunday's episode. When I tell you that episode was right on time, I seriously mean it. Just like you, I feel my breakthrough coming so close. What I really liked about that episode was that you made a simple instance have so much meaning. It really made me think it really made me question if I'm looking at things deep enough. You're absolutely right. Everything that happens in life is intentional. I never looked at it like that. And for you to discover such deep meaning from simply dis from simply running out of gas from your car is so crazy slash beautiful to me. I want to get to that point in my journey where I see the deeper meaning behind things. What would you recommend for me? What would you recommend for me to do that? So yes, 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 yes. So um, I it's so crazy because I never obviously, like I said, on this journey, you're just going to progress and you're going to see it. Um, the, the thing that's really just popping in my head right now is that Bible verse when it says God will use the foolish things to confound the wise. God is very practical. And I think the, the beautiful thing about God is since he created everything, he uses everything to speak to us and that nothing is off limits when it comes to him communicating with us and the revelations that we get. Um, so it's, it's so funny because in simple instances like that, simple practical instances are typically when God can really speak the most. I don't want to say the most because I don't want to put a cap on God, but there's usually a big message in the simple, small things. And I think that's the thing that really blows my mind. And that's 
always why I ask. Um, for me, what would I recommend for you? What would I what would I recommend for you to basically see the deeper meaning behind things? Is to remind yourself that everything, like I said, like you you picked up and you understood what I said in the episode, how everything that happens in life is intentional and that just sticking and knowing that now, okay, I know everything that happens in life is intentional. So, okay, this small minor thing just happened. Okay. I just mixed, missed my exit or whatever like that, um, on the road. Okay. Now, since I know that everything that happens is intentional, now you have to go to, okay, now who's running the things behind in the, behind the scenes, um, in the spiritual now, is God. Now I'm not going to say everything because the enemy's doing some things in the spiritual too, but I'm saying that since we know that everything is intentional, why not go to the creator and ask him? So for me, whenever anything, a small instance happened, no matter how big or small it was, I always ask God or wrote it in my journal. Okay, God, why did this happen today? Why did I cross paths with this person today? Why did this person text me today? Why did I miss my bus today? Why did I, why did I oversleep today? Like small, subtle things. And the thing is, um, the way that God speaks, however God speaks to you, he's going to give that um, answer through to you in divine timing. I think that's beautiful and important. Like I said, in that episode. And for me, when I was in that situation, when my car was out of gas and I was so close to that gas station, and I don't know if you guys saw the video that was on Instagram, but go look at it. Babbling with jazz. If you see any, so you can literally see how close I was. Um, I knew, I just knew because it's like the way I know how God operates especially in that instance and I knew I was low on gas and I was so close to the gas station and God knew that I intentionally was heading there so God why would you allow for the car to run out of gas right here that automatically means that you're trying to tell me something so I think when it comes with just forcing yourself to consciously look deeper and see the deeper meaning. I remember growing up, people were like, oh, you're that's you 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 thinking too much. It's not it's never it's not even that deep. It's not even that deep about small little stuff. And you know, I learned that it's not necessarily that it's not that deep. You're just not thinking deep enough. You're not looking at things deep enough. Um, God is a very deep. God is very deep. You know what I'm saying? And He hides behind a lot of deep meanings. So to really see and get more clarity on life and just a bunch of things, you have to look at it deeply. And the thing is, you don't want to look at it too deep where you're self-sabotaging yourself and coming up with the with the own your own answers and assumptions. This is why you look at it deep, but then give it to God and then wait for him to give you the response. Because if not, you could be thinking so deep into something that you're completely far off because you did not get any insight from God to like back you up on that. You know what I'm saying? So I think for me was just, just, I literally just consciously like look deep into things. I don't know. Like I really just do just, just focus on knowing, okay, okay. Everything is intentional and I serve an intentional God. Okay. So, and then when something does happen that does spark your interest or question, then ask, you know, ask him whether it's speaking it out loud, whether it is writing it in a journal, speaking in a voice memo, whatever it is, however you want to communicate to God, whether it's writing a letter, write it down or communicate it, ask these questions. And I promise you, he's going to reveal it to you. Um, and I promise you the, the more deep you look at life, the beautiful it is. I think the deeper you look at the things that happen around you, you're really cracking the code of life. I think a lot of people live life on the surface. And I think this is another reason why I created my podcast, because I hate surface level conversations. Me and Jay actually 
um, Next Level New Breed, my best friend, we um, made an episode that's going, I'm going to, uh, we recorded an episode yesterday that is so good, guys. I'm going to get back to your question, but this episode is so, 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 so good. And it's talking about um, the detriments that happen when we seek external validation from other people and how that is seriously harming you and why it's so pointless to seek external validations from other people when you've already been approved by God. And when you seek external validations from people, you're actually putting a pause against you reaching purpose because whenever you seek external external validation from people you're feeding your flesh and the stronger your flesh gets your flesh is always fighting against the spirit your spirit is leading you to your purpose and leading you to every good thing and it's guiding you to every good thing because we're created for pleasure and the flesh in itself it just it it just wants pleasure. It doesn't create, it doesn't care about the blueprint. It doesn't care about the journey. It just goes after pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. The spirit contains, it helps guide you and helps you maintain, um, helps you contain, um, what you need to get to that pleasure. It guides you into it. it and the flesh literally just, I want pleasure now, you know, and how, um, we're, we're, basically long story short, it's a very, very, very good episode. And it was so timely for me myself, um, when we record that episode and I'm going to like drop it. I think I'm going to drop it either Thursday or Friday. I'm going to drop it early for us because y'all we're starting a new series. Um, this Sunday's episode is going to be titled, um, it's, it's, it's a series called, um, trusting the process. And, um, yeah, it's trusting the process. Um, and I'm gonna just really talk about the journey and how, when our process is such a beautiful thing, but it's, it's not always glitz and glam in the beginning and how to trust the process, no matter how things may seem or look. Um, so that's, that's, that's that on that. And, um, so going back to your question though, when I was talking about, um, looking deeper you have to look deep because we know what's going on in the spiritual okay so looking deep is a must for you and when you operate and look deep without god's you know guidance you're kind of it's a scary place to be in i just know for me personally why would i want to live my life without the guidance of the creator who's already offering to guide me it's not like we have to ask god hey god can you please guide me and like get get him to finally guide us he's willing and open to guide you so you know it's okay not to know everything and, and he love god loves when you ask him questions because he has all the answers my mother's calling me guys i'm not going to answer i'm going to finish this episode but god has all the answers so it, it's important to just ask some questions. I think that's one thing that helps me go deeper is just asking questions about any and every single thing that I don't understand or grasp. Alrighty, moving on. Last question for today's episode is, congrats on the nomination, Jazz. You seriously deserve it. Oh, thank you. Did you see this coming? Um... If you guys don't know, if you're listening right now, thank you so much for this question. Well, let me read it one more time. Congrats on the nom- congrats on the nomination, Jazz. You seriously deserve it. Did you see this coming? Um, if you guys didn't know, I've been nominated for Podcaster of the Year um, by SpeakerCon. Um, the y'all heard of like SneakerCon, Comic Con. Well, there's a SpeakerCon, um, so I'm really excited. Um, did I see it this coming though? Honestly, I did, but I didn't honestly speaking no I didn't because um I don't think I saw this coming because I intentionally started this podcast as a passion project I never I'm sorry each and every single week each and every single day really I'm like blown away about 
the impact that this podcast has made. Um, this podcast has changed my life just as much as it's changed, um, my family's life, you guys. And, um, it's kind of mind blowing because it still hasn't even been a year since I've been in the podcasting game. It'll be a year, August 15th, woot, woot, babbling with jazz will turn one. Guys, send me some ideas. Maybe we should do something for the first, the first birthday of babbling with jazz, but I never saw this coming really because I never even saw myself doing a podcast. Like I always will forever and always say I was pushed to do this by God and I mean, I've always had this inkling in my mind, like I hate surface level conversations. I want to talk about deeper stuff. I'm tired of not hearing these things, but it never hit me like, okay, maybe I should start a podcast and start these conversations. Like I just would like be irritated in my own head and like talk about how frustrated I was with how people aren't having these conversations. One whole time I've been getting the ideas like, yo, just start a podcast, just start a podcast. Um, and I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful. And I just, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's, it's so much that I, I can't even really put to words because guys, the amount of impact that I'm making, um, just to know that I never intended to start, like I never sat down and said, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I'm going to reach this many people. And I'm going to, I never did that. Like for the first couple of months, I don't even think I I still really don't look well yeah for like the first couple of months like I never looked at like the analytics I didn't I just post the episodes and left I didn't pub too I mean I pub but not too much and somehow my, my the audience audience still just grew and I, I cannot I kid you guys not like the the emails that I get daily the dms you know and just how a specific part of an episode or a whole episode has touched you or impacted you that that just means so much to me so to be nominated for this in my rookie year i think that is just truly amazing and i feel like honestly i've already won i've truly already won because god has already told, you know said this is what you're doing but i've already won so if i win it amazing if i don't amazing you know and i just thank you so much for everyone who's even voted for me i wasn't even aware like this was even a category um didn't even know about this so I just thank you guys, seriously, if I wouldn't even be here without you guys and the supporters. And I'm just really excited, truly, to see, you know, what the future has in store for this podcast, for us as a family. The family is growing each and every single day. And I'm just, I'm just mind blown, truly. I did not see this coming. And I think it's, it's a lesson with that. It's just like, we really don't know you know, like we really don't know what's coming in our lives. And it's like, we, 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 we think we have it all mapped out and we can plan, plan, plan our lives to death. But when you just truly just let God do what he going to do, he's going to blow your mind. And I think that truly comes with surrenderance, man. I never expected it. And I think the unexpected blessings, the unexpected opportunities, that's exactly what makes life fun. That's what makes life worth living because you are blown away by things that you never saw coming. And I think that's God's design. God is like, yeah, of course. I don't want you to know every single thing that's coming out the room. I want to surprise you. I want to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what this life is about, man. So I'm just so grateful. I'm just so thankful for everything, everyone. I love you guys so much, truly from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. So that wraps up this week's questions, guys. Um, Really good questions. I want to just end with this, y'all. Like, Invest in your future self. If you know that your future self, if you envision your future self being this confident person who doesn't take no for an answer, 
um, in good context, <laughs> who sticks up for themselves and et cetera, and, you, and your present self currently isn't that, don't wait and say, maybe one day I'm going to do this. Commit each day in action to you operating out as your best self that future version we can't say okay maybe one day i'm going to get that confidence no choose right now the present moment to operate in a trait that the person that you want to become possesses you get what i'm saying so if i know i'm a shy person and i know one day i do want to be this confident being who could step in a room and do whatever i want to do that means that in this present moment, I'm going to find whatever need be to be confident and speak my mind in this present moment. I'm not going to keep pushing it off to later, 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 because those same people are going to be the, are the same people who are 75, 80 years old wishing, I wish I could have done this. I wonder how my life would be if I did this. You're going to be in the same spot if you just don't do it now. First of all, tomorrow's not even promised and we need to leave, we need to live each and every day like this is truly our last. It sounds so cliche, but cliche statements are, there's so much truth in cliche statements. We're not even promised what tomorrow holds. So why wouldn't you want to operate as your best self right now today? God forbid, but what if you don't wake up tomorrow, but you chose to, but today when you had an opportunity to operate as your best self, you pushed off and said, no, not yet. Next week, I'm going to start on Monday. Start now, start in this present moment, not, not in the next hour, because that's not promised either. The only thing you have is the present moment. The only thing you have is the now. And only in the now is when you can make that conscious decision and active change. You know, last year I was in the present moment when I made a decision, I'm done playing it safe. I'm done with this negative, depressive mindset. I am dedicating my life to changing for the better for my the future for my future kids, for myself, for my family. I must do it. And that was in the present moment. I did not push it off. I, at some point in the present moment, I made an oath to myself. And imagine if I did not make that oath. It's literally scary. I would not be here. I would not be a, um, nominated for Best Podcaster of the Year Award. I would not be speaking on these panels and in, in these conferences like I do. I would not be doing anything. I would not be as peaceful as I am today. There's just so much things I would not do, had, would be able to do because I did not, I wouldn't have been able to choose in that moment to say yes to my future self. So sometimes you need that extra push, you know, how bad do you really want it? If you really want it, you'd be doing it right now. And if you're not doing it right now, whatever goal it is, you don't truly want it as bad as you say you do. And that's the truth. You got to be honest with yourself on your journey. If you're not transparent and honest with yourself, you're just playing yourself and you're, you're, just, you're just honestly self-sabotaging yourself. Tell yourself the truth about yourself, even though it hurts. Acknowledge your, you know, one thing before I jump into Bible breakdown, I've been noticing on Twitter lately, like people be saying, my toxic trait is this. And, you know, people be retweeting it and stuff. My thing is, okay, it's cool to be aware of your toxic trait, but then what are you going to do? What are you doing about it? You're just posting your toxic trait and just leaving it there and thinking it's all cool. It's cool to like, it's okay to think like this and have this type of trait. Be aware of your toxic traits, be truthful to yourself and then figure out what you're going to do about it. So, okay, your toxic trait is you, 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 um, have trust issues and you always think people are lying to you. Okay. Thank you for being honest with yourself. Now, what are you going to do about that? Or are you just going to settle and always be, you're going to be okay with thinking like that for the rest of your life? At the end of the day, only you can choose. But my thing is, what good is it labeling and expressing what your toxic trait is if you're not being able to, if you're not going to be in a position to work with it or work against it? You know what I'm saying? 
What? Why? Why are you letting us know what your toxic trait is? You're. You're. It's like you're. You're. You're proud of this trait, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to belittle anybody because I've I've had some toxic traits, and I think I still have some subliminal ones. No, no I don't think I do, but just because I know I have it doesn't mean that I'm just going to let it, let it be that like, no, I'm going to work towards getting rid of this toxic trait. I think we get too comfortable in this mediocrity lifestyle, man. That's just not me. That would not be my portion. I don't want no parts of that. Um, so write down like things that you're struggling with, be truthful to yourself. And then now that you wrote it down, what are you going to do about it to change that, to refruit that? What are you going to do about it? And if you're not going to do anything about that, you truly don't want to be the best version of yourself like you truly say you do. You don't. You truly don't want to truly live your best life like you say you want to do. And you truly don't want to change or be who you truly want to be like you say you want to do and reach these goals like you say you want to do. Because if you did, you would do it. And that's just period. So without further ado, though, let's jump into our Bible breakdown. right you guys welcome to the bible breakdown segment here on the babbling with jazz podcast now today's bible verse i'm going to break down i picked this verse today because it was actually a part of the verse of the day i have the bible app and it's so crazy guys i had this crazy dream which was a great dream that i know it was god sent and i immediately woke up it was three o'clock a.m on the dot and I immediately reached for my journal to write the dream down and just, I'll talk about the dream at a, at a, at a later time. So I wrote, you know, I was writing in my journal, writing to God about my dream and just like, just other stuff. You guys will understand later. And then I was like, you know what? I might as well just like look at the Bible, like daily Bible verse of the day. You know, it's a whole new day. You know, maybe this verse has a word or something like that for me, which it always will. Right. But, um, so the thing that stuck out to me, so um, this is the verse that we're going to break down today. I just want to elaborate and talk about it's one Peter five verse five. Um, and it talks about the, the power of humility. And I think this is a great way to leave off because in this bonus episode, this powerful, and I kid you not, this episode is powerful and it's going to break down a lot. It's going to break away a lot of insecurities, a lot of fears, a lot of doubts in a lot of people. So definitely tune in. I'm going to post it and launch it on Friday. Um, but in um, in this verse, okay, I'm getting off topic. In this verse, though, it says this. I'm reading an NIV. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. One more time. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God oppresses the proud, but shows favor to the humble. The part that I really want to break down and just talk about is all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humility, humbleness is the key to life. When you humble yourself, there's power in humbling yourself. It even says God opposes the proud. You cannot be, God, God is the most humblest. God was the most humblest person ever. You know what I'm saying? God wants us to be humble. Humility. That person that did you do, that person that's talking mess about you behind your back, though you're aware of it, humble yourself. 
when you truly when you truly learn humility like yeah i know this person is person is plotting on me but still i'm going to refute it with love i'm gonna let them talk out their neck like they crazy without letting my anger letting me whoop some ass like that is true humbleness and when you are humble god will you that's when you receive favor that is when you will be exalted that is when you will be elevated humbleness you know we live in a society man where everybody's like you know you did me wrong bro you know my heart is cold i don't trust nobody humble yourself and i get people do a lot of crazy stuff man and i'm I'm not justifying that but how are you going to respond to it looking for payback you're out of humility hardening your heart and treating everybody else's victim now not humbling yourself humbling yourself is accepting whatever happened to you forgiving them the most importantly but responding back with love no matter what that person has done it is not it's 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 easier said than done trust me i get it but there's power with it and the more that you train yourself to be humble not brag not boast not compete not hold grudges humble yourself the more you do that, the easier it becomes. And sometimes it's harder, but I promise you, it will be a part of you now. God was so humble, y'all. Even me and Jay, we were talking um, in, in Friday's episode, you'll hear us talk, how we're talking about um, these millionaires, some millionaires like Steve Bezos, Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, billionaires, I believe, or million, very, very wealthy people. And when you see them dressed, what do you see them wearing? A normal $5 t-shirt, some grandpa, grandma jeans, and some sneakers. But they have so much money in the world. They're humble. They don't boast about it. They They don't show it out. They're humble. And Jay said a great example is that is exactly how God is. Like God knows he's God, but he was humble. Can you imagine you, the creator of all things, now manifested yourself as a human to save your own creation who opened evil into the world, who basically messed up your initial creation, your plan for this earth, but you came back, okay? You came and manifested yourself as a human form. And instead of you walk, first of all, true humbleness, God manifested himself as a human, right? But started as a child, as a baby. Infancy. I don't know about you, but that is, that is humbleness. You are God. You are God, but you starting off as an infant? Come on. So that's that on that. Then how Jesus operated, Jesus did not boast or brag. He humbled himself. He even washed people's feet. And he himself was God. The creator of all things bowing, getting down on his knees, washing your feet, cleaning you up humbleness man jesus was so humble and this is the thing we're supposed to you you want to reflect and live each day like jesus the more you study and learn about jesus man i give this dude so much props i love jesus so much that is my homie that is my best friend i just he was so raw he was so raw and he was so humble and i promise you it's hard to you know and this is one part that really blew my, that showed me how humble jesus was Do you know how humble you have to be 
Do you know how humble you have to be to feed the very person who gave you up, who was going basically is the reason, not truly the reason, because Jesus already knew he was going to die when he came on earth. But do you know how humble you have to be to feed the person who snaked you the day before you die? Because you know he snaked you and gave you up. But he fed Judas. He did not bring it up to him and say, Judas, I know what you did, blah, blah, blah. But he said it in such a shady way. He was at the disciple. He was at uh, the Last Supper and he was like, yeah, one of y'all snitched on me. I know. But it's okay because I'm going to rise. It's all right. But yeah, I know one of you sitting at this table snitched on me and handed me over. You betrayed me. One of you sitting here at this table. Do you know how humble you have to be? to You know who it is. So you know somebody backstabbed you. You know somebody stole from you. You, you know they did it. But instead of you going to them and saying, hey, I know what you did. I know this, this. You humbled yourself. And you still fed them. You still clothed them. You still gave them. You still showed love. Oh, my God. Doing that, God is going to elevate you. So you want to know the key to your next level, the key to your, your, your elevation? Number one is maximizing your level. If you cannot even handle what you got going on in your life right now, you're not going to be able to handle the next level because God multiplies. He does not add. So you feeling, I can't, you being all disorganized and everything like that, and you want to go to your next level so bad with this disorganized mindset, mm-mm, God is not going to do it. So one is maximizing your level, being a good steward over everything that you're supposed to be taking care of right now in this level. And two, the most important, humbleness. Humble yourself and God will exalt you. It is no reason for you to boast or brag about yourself. I mean, it's good to, you know, spread your, you're, just listen to Friday's episode. We're going to break it down. But God is going to elevate you when you just humble yourself. When you let go of what other people have done for you and just humble yourself. People could talk crazy out their neck all they want to, but humble yourself. And the elevation, the growth, the blessings, the favor, oh my gosh, it will blow your mind. So I just want to read that part again off the verse. It said, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. So God is literally saying, humble yourselves in front of everyone. Clothe, wear it. Wear your humbleness out every single day. This is not just a one-time, two-time thing. No, this is every day. Clothe yourselves with humility. That is the secret. That is the key. That is the secret sauce. He said, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud. For God to oppose something, that, that is big because God is love. So know that whatever God stands for, it doesn't stand for. It's for our own good. So God is opposing the proud. So you don't want to be boastful. You don't want to be too proud. And this is, but he shows favor to the humble. God don't show favor to the proud. God don't show favor to the ones whose hearts are hardened and they're trying to get payback and betray other people because somebody betrayed them. Mm-mm. Not a tick for tack. God says, humble yourself. There's no such thing as payback when you're humble. And when you do that, God is going to show you favor because it takes character to be humble. If being humble was easy, a lot of people would do it. And a lot of people don't do it. And that's why those who actually do do it, no matter how hard it can be, God gives you, God favors you. God blesses you and he exalts you because he knows that wasn't an easy task for you to do. Remember that. 
So that's it for this week's episode, you guys. Like I said, y'all, y'all in a good week because I'm giving you a bonus episode this week. Um, like I said, it's talking about self, um, the external validation and how it does nothing but feeding the flesh. And your flesh is always going to work against you on this walk and on this journey. And it's time to show your flesh who's boss. Guys, you know how I've been saying the enemy's been attacking my mind lately and et cetera, X, Y, and Z, blase, 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 which was true. But I realized that it was because I was feeding my flesh. I was letting my flesh run wild. And the more that I let, my, I fed my flesh, whether it's with cravings, whether it's with spending, whether it's with smoking, whether it's with whatever, whatever your fl- flesh seeks to want for pleasure. And the more you give it, the more you feed it with that without any discipline. You're making your flesh stronger, which is actually working against your spirit. So sometimes when you feel burnt out and out of, you know, feeling like you're not operating in your own, um, like not operating how you sh- used to effectively, I feel like it's also an alert that your flesh has been taking control. So Friday's episode is amazing, guys. Um, I'm so happy to have Next Level back on the podcast again. Y'all know he's so wise. I learned so much from him, man, and he's just so knowledgeable. And then you're going to take away from something. Like I said, it's going to break down a lot. It's going to break off a lot of self-doubt, self-sabotage. It's going to give you so much clarity. So make sure that you have the notifications on. Make sure that you're subscribed because this episode is no joke. And I just want to end um, with this, that we got we got five more months left of this year, y'all. It's not too late for you to do what you got to do. And it's not too late for God. God is waiting on you right now. God is saying, just choose this moment that you're in right now to do what it is that you said you're going to do. We got five months left of this year, y'all. We're not getting any younger. The time is now. Why are we procrastinating? Why are we putting things off when we know tomorrow's not promised? We're just abusing the present moment whenever we procrastinate. And it's a gift. Operate in the present moment. Focus on the present moment. When you're in the present moment, you're not even thinking about what's next to come, which is anxiety. Because you're operating in the now. When we when we let our minds wander too often into the future, that's when anxiety comes. And that's an indicator that you're not in the present moment. I don't know what, I don't know what, how it's going to be when I get to work. Well, you're going to find out when you get there, when that becomes your present moment. But for now, you're still in the bed. So why are you worrying about work that's, that's it's, it has nothing to do with your present moment? Self-sabotage, y'all. How much longer do you want to self-sabotage yourself? You are, you, you have a chance. And you're just as worthy enough to reach true success and not in a monetary way. You are just as worthy to accomplish whatever it is that you dream of. But how much longer do you want to self-sabotage yourself? How much longer do you want to say next week, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to do it on Monday. How much longer do you want to do that? How, how, how has that been helping you so far up to this point? It hasn't, right? Okay, let's end with some prayer, y'all. So God, I just want to thank you so much for this amazing episode. God, may we just continue to just do whatever it is that you need us to do in this walk, Lord God. And I pray for whoever is afraid to jump out and do what it is that you've called them to do, Lord God. May you give them the strength and the peace to do it. May they remember that you're going to be with them this whole time, that they don't have to do this alone. Lord God, I pray for anyone who's afraid of anything. I cast out the spirit of fear. I pray that you replace that fear with confidence, Lord God, not even confidence 
confidence, but Godfidence, confidence in God, confidence in who they know who you are, Lord God. You're the creator of all things, Lord God. There is nothing too big nor too small for you, Lord God. And I pray that we see how you speak. I pray that we see how you flow. I pray that we hear you communicate to us in so many more different ways, Lord God. And may it be so loud in our lives that we can't even run from it. Maybe so in our face that we know it's truth. And if we, and if it's so in our face, Lord God, that if we just choose, we know what we're doing if we just blatantly just don't follow, you know? So God, I love you. And I just pray that everyone who's listening to this, their relationship with you just grows closer and stronger, Lord God. May they realize that your their relationship with you is the most important relationship of all. It trumps every single relationship. And the more that we spend time in your presence, Lord God, I pray that you just continue to mold and download some things on the inside of us. May you trust us enough to download some secrets only from you inside of us. And may we operate out of faith and not fear. I love you so much, God. And I love you so much, family. And until Friday, ooh, Friday's episode is going to be nice. Until Friday, guys, stay prayed up positive vibes only and stay true to yourself and always remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life which is god's will love you guys